0: everybody, This is Jace coming to you live from the floor of San Diego Comic Con. Once again, I'm here with the super talented Rafael Grampa. Rafael, thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks for having me, man. So, bucket list item for you, check mark. You were on a Batman panel yesterday talking about your new series that's coming out, Batman Gargoyle of Gotham. Yes. Uh, for our listeners that may not uh, be familiar with what the story's going to be about, what is it in your mind? All right. Um,
1: you know, we are. We are telling people that the story is about uh, Batman deciding to kill the Bruce Wayne identity because he understand that without doing this, he cannot fulfill his promise. But it's everything to do that, what is about that promise? And what I found out doing my research in the beginning of, of the project, I went to the first pages, the, the first origin, pages that showed for the first time the origin Batman like made by Bill Finger and Bob Kane that story the, the title is who he is and how he came to be so in some of the panels we have the young Bruce Wayne losing their parents and then he made a promise for the spirit of, of their parents of his parents and then in some some panels later uh, we have the older Bruce Wayne seeing a bat coming from outside and entering the room and he thinks it's an omen. So this is really interesting for me, that, that belief system of this character. So to fulfill a promise that he made for the spirits of his father, his parents, and also he became a bat because of his omen, who is this character? So uh, so we have him deciding, deciding that he needs to be a full-time Batman, but what that Batman means. So that's the story that I want to tell. And uh, so I only make a joke that uh, if the origin story is like who he is and how he came to be, this is the story
0: that we're telling is who he is and why he came to be. Yeah, and what's so interesting, you're introducing something that we've never seen before in a, a DC comic when it comes to Batman. We're going to see the, the birth of Bruce Wayne, which is just fantastic that it's never been done, first of all. And the fact that you're going to be the one that gets to do it. And in a lot of ways, it, it, it sort of feels like even before that event of his parents' death, even before the promise, in some way, he was always... Destined to be this. So, yeah,
1: it is. I cannot tell too much about this because I will spoil too much of the story. But this will be a really important part of Bruce Wayne's story how he born. And uh, I'm really happy that DC allowed me to do that, you know. And uh, I I believe that uh, to have a belief system like he has, it needs to be like it needs to be related to his parents' beliefs. So what we are showing in this story uh, is a little bit about. Like we are going deeper into the the personality and to the
0: beliefs of all of these characters, not only Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I think you mentioned on the panel yesterday we're going to see some some more of the connection. Like so often, it's Bruce and, and him wanting to uh, live up to his father's expectations. Less uh, we've seen with him and Martha, but you're going to explore yeah. some of that with his. Mother
1: I am as well, I am right? exploring more uh, his relationship with the, his mother because. Uh, we only can write about things that you know. And uh, my relationship with my mother was stronger than my relationship with my father. So, for me, I, I couldn't never relate, like, with this kind of relationship, like, with the father and son. But with mother and son, I, I know a lot. So, also, my mom is really important uh, for this connection I have with Batman, because it was the first drawings I remember that I was doing and showing to her. And she was confusing about if it was a bat or it was a donkey. It was like, uh, and that made me want wanted to impress her and to show, like,
0: I can draw Batman. So it's a kind of homage for her, too. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, Because I know how much Batman means to you. And so that's your personal connection uh, to the character, which this is a a bucket list thing for you, right? Like we were talking before, uh, being on the panel was so amazing. Uh, But you writing and drawing a, a Batman story, something you've dreamed about since you started drawing, right? Yeah, I didn't know it was a dream. I realized that
1: it was a dream when I started to grow up and see that it was it, it was it wasn't possible you know, because I, I grew up in a small town in Brazil called Pelotas, and then I I just moved to a, another one called Cachoeirinha. so I I didn't have any artists in my, my in my family and uh it was so hard to have comic books that the comic books that we wanted. Mm-hmm. Everything that we we. I'm not just speaking about myself, but the the, the, the artists that, that grew up in, my, in the same generation, that are the same age in the same era that I grew up. That was hard for us. We didn't have like in Brazil. We didn't have like. Uh, art schools uh, for comic books uh, to, to learn how to draw and do comic books you know when we're, we were a kid so it's, it's all about passion so uh, so when when we realize when I realized that I could make comics, because I saw some of the first Brazilian artists doing comics, like Mike Deodato, mm-hmm. Roger Cruz, uh, Marcelo Campos, these guys opened opening the, the, you know, the way for us. And I started to think like, yeah, maybe it's possible. But Batman was still like a very hard dream to achieve. But I never quit, I always had ideas for Batman and all those ideas little notes and stuff when I had the opportunity I I went to all the the sketches kids sketches that I did you know like teenage sketches young adult sketches and notes I went through all of this and I found some interesting things and I put all the things together choose some of them and I respected that that little grandpa at, at that time and some of the ideas are there, like, uh, for example, Crytoon. Crytoon is a very early idea I had for a character called the Pierrot. Actually, I pitched this character for, uh, for DCS Pierrot. Uh, uh, and uh, I changed the name after that. But it was based on a very early idea I had when I
0: was, like, 18 years old. Wow. Yeah, there are uh, a number of new villains uh, that were shown at the panel as well. Batman's kind of known for having the best rogues gallery, the best villains. Yeah. Uh, so again, it, it, you know, crossing things off the list that you know seven-year-old you would want to do. It's not just that you're writing Batman, not just that you're drawing it. You're introducing villains that hopefully become part of that rogues gallery yeah. uh, and, and other you know creators use down the line. Do you want to tell our listeners uh, uh, this lineup of, of villains, the we can talk about? Yeah
1: we we just showed um, three villains three of six mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we also have two new heroes they are not we're not showing the, the, the first chapter but for the whole the whole thing you meet you them right uh, so the, the, the main Villain for for that I'm, I'm talking about a little bit is Crytoon. Is this if if you go to my Instagram profile, I just posted an image. You can follow me like uh, at Raphael underlying Grandpa, and you see that if you want. Uh, so Crytoon is a character that his obsession he, he he has an obsession with old cartoon uh, old cartoons like the Rubber Rose cartoons because I am kind of obsessed about that right. too and I think it's really scary when I was a kid I, I, I was scary about these black and white uh, animations that you know yeah. for, for me it was kind of scary if you change the contest, you know it's scary so yeah. I did it in my in my comic and we have this villain that that he is like obsessed. That he he watches this cartoon, old cartoon uh, gags, violent gags, and he, he draws the, the, the violent cartoon gags, and uh, he wants to materialize them in real life. So wow. imagine like the things that you cannot, uh, you only can see happening in the animations. Like, opening a guy's head with, I don't know, man. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> and he tries to do that. So this is his, his universe. He has this universe. Uh, he has a, a very creepy element that he always cries before committing something really evil. So he cannot avoid doing that. So he cries before. So uh, his pain foreshadows the pain of others. You know? And he has a, a big and uh, a deep. Uh, origin and it's related with that, with Bruce. So So if you see him start crying, just run? Run! (laughs) Run! Something really bad will happen (laughs) with you, man.
0: Uh, another one of the characters, the Virgin, that was introduced. Amazing uh, visual. Okay. Uh, talk a little bit about developing the the, the the style of that character. Was it one you nailed right off the bat? Did you go through yeah, different that designs?
1: Ca- that, that character was hard to find the the visual because she's related a little bit with my experience with faith. Okay. I was a Christian when I was a teenager, and uh, I read and studied the Bible like six times. I'm a, I have a profound um, knowledge about the Bible, and it was a big experience for me, like as a storyteller, um, and. Uh, I wanted like a character that looked at a little bit like some sacred, but you know, like it was completely. Um, like, it's something that is sacred, but you just make, uh, be very scary about that, you know? Because when I was a kid, I, I, I always t- thought about this when I saw Jesus Christ in a, in a cross. Hey, man, this is fucking scary for a kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I had this relationship with these icons, you know, like religi- religious icons. And I wanted to bring some of that to my story because I have experience with that. Yeah. So, uh, so I brought the Virgin, and uh, she she's one of the characters I like most. And uh, I cannot say too much about her, but she's like she tries to s- end up with evil by killing people before they commit evil.
0: Yeah, she looks very dangerous. The visual that we saw in the panel, she looked, she looked very dangerous. And then uh, the other one that was introduced in the panel, uh, didn't want to say too much about it, totally fine, but uh mother, not, mother. not Mother, but Moth-er. So is that king, king of the Moths is what you...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is the only thing I can say about him. Another thing that I can say is... Um, As old as he is, and uh, yeah, I cannot say too much without spoiling the story. Yeah, yeah, I can help, but I love this character. His name was Dr. Mother at first, but I changed because we have another doctor. And he's the main villain. I'm not pitching that, right. uh, because yeah, it's, we, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a big surprise, And uh, but they are all part of the same thing.
0: So you have to be, uh, you know, again, having worked on this, had all these ideas in your mind so long, you have to be really excited. I'm sure you're very much anticipating it being out there to see how fans react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any nervousness at all or just excitement?
1: I don't have this answer man because uh when you put out a thing like this you need to have a, a kind of confidence mm-hmm. about that. You know? okay. So uh after doing projects all these years like uh, and publishing with uh Marvel, some little stories but also working with uh weiser and Chanel and other we kind of start to you need to believe in your ideas if yeah. not you cannot pitch or convince them that we are capable to do it so what I'm more excited and a little bit nervous is about uh, I want people reading this because it would be my biggest value, validation as a as a writer So this is the thing that I'm I'm more uh, anxious and because what people know about my skills as a writer are Mesmo Deliver, they were my first Mm -hmm. and I know that some people judge me uh, from that saying like, oh, it's a strange story. Oh, the ending is so strange and say, yeah, it is. It needed to be. Right. You know, like I, I worked with a, a concept to have like an open ending. You know? And uh, some, some of the people I think it's strange. I love it. But I love stories like that. Right. So, but from that, from 2008 and now, I've been learning a lot and studying a lot. And, um, you know, man, i I'm keen to to show people what I've have learned also after lear, uh, Working with Frank Miller for four years. Yeah before we started doing Golden child uh, it was like a big experience for me like learning from the master yeah, you know and uh, I applied some of the techniques he we, we, we discussed and um yeah, man, really excited to to see what people think about all this, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, can't, can't wait. It looks fantastic. Okay, Congratulations, man. Congratulations uh, on the project. And yeah, we'll be reviewing it and talking about it all Yeah, on the show, I
1: hope so. you like it. I really, I truly hope you like it. Guys. Well,
0: thanks for the time, Raphael. Oh, Thank thanks you so much. for having me, man. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us.